I just think it's a massive way to escape. Like it's just a form of escapism where even people who are feeling lonely will just dive deeper into gaming um, and just get lost in that world to prevent themselves from feeling what they are. Welcome to Becoming an Epic Being with your host, Sukoon. As a conscious living facilitator, my mission is to help you young adults navigate through the confronting issues of your generation, question conventional beliefs, and choose authenticity. Because that is where your true joy lies. So get ready to step up your game and jump on the ride as you begin the journey towards the next stage of your self-evolution. Well, here we are. I think it's worth setting some context as to how this most spontaneous episode came to be. So on a fine Sunday afternoon of the 12th of June, I was just casually sitting around. You know how it is on a Sunday. And I felt really called to start a room on Clubhouse, which was on something I've been thinking about pretty deeply. And that is the topic of what drives loneliness. And boy, was this a hot topic. We had what, like 280 something people who showed up and a bunch of speakers. One of them who was Sam, Samuel, who was on the call with me and yeah I was just really intrigued by his ideas and all the thoughts he was sharing on the subject of loneliness and I was just like I really want to learn and dive deeper with him on this on this topic so here we are and thanks for being here Sam my ears kind of lit up when I heard you mention first principles thinking and how it can be applied to understanding loneliness so uh, when you think about loneliness just break it down you know what when you break it down to what is it so for example uh, when you get hungry what is that feeling you get you know you get this kind of irritation starts from your stomach you know but it's some hunger pangs huh you get some kind of it's an irritation and it drives you towards a behavior which is to mm-hmm. go find food right or you feel thirsty it drives you towards a behavior to you know, get some water mm-hmm. similarly loneliness is something which is driving you towards what connect to people right so the whole idea is boy your body is sending you signals saying that you know you're not in a really uh, you're not uh, you you probably are not in a very secure position in terms of social social relationships or um, you're not able to connect with people so find people connect with people why and now the idea is why why is your body saying that why is it uh, unique in humans that we have this feeling you know other animals most other animals don't have that feeling right so then you got to understand uh, what we are you know, that's what i've been trying to study for a long time you know what what like you can define a chimpanzee what is a chimpanzee it's it's a it's an ape which you know lives on the forest it eats fruits it eats uh, it eats uh, you know uh, plants and it needs a lot of leaves uh, so but how do you define a human being you know what what are we you know, we can define an ant you can define a bird but we we haven't been able to define us exactly in terms of how we define other animals and we have followed the same evolutionary process of other animals. So I just uh, kind of spend, uh, you know, a year trying to understand what we are and then trying to apply it on these issues of loneliness. So uh, now coming back to loneliness, now uh, to understand what it is, first you got to understand something called we are a social species. Mm-hmm. So in, uh, what is a social species? So, so something like a dog or a wolf or a hyena or a wild dog. We need each other. You know, these animals need each other to hunt food. That is with one dog. One uh, wolf cannot survive on its own, you know, because the prey it's hunting is very big. 
So it requires a pack. And the pack is what makes the wolf able to survive, right? Because of the help of other wolves, it's able to hunt the big elk or a big moose or a big bison. And that is what makes the wolf survive. Similarly, how we evolved is in terms of a pack. We needed other people to help us find food. So to hunt prey for millions of, you know, from starting from, you know, six million years when we diverged from uh, an ancestor of a chimp and, a, you know, a homo sapien. We diverged from them. We started living in packs because we needed to hunt large prey. And right. that, that's, that sociology, that psychology is still with us. Even evolution is not something that goes away in one day. You know, so mm. we have been evolving like that for thousands of years. And now we're living in a system where we don't require packs, right? We, we can live on our own, but still that psychology is still with us where we, we have, uh, you know, our body, if you're living alone, you're in danger. Because why? When you're living alone, you're, you're more easily yeah. uh, vulnerable more to other dangers. Exactly. So I found your comparison to the animal kingdom particularly interesting because these guys move in herds and clusters and supposedly don't have this issue of loneliness which we seem to really struggle with and that's in spite of all the all the access that we have like to language and all the other tools that we have and it's just pretty bizarre because there's obviously some gap in intelligence where we obviously aren't leveraging what we have and hence experience all that we do oh yeah yeah i mean talking about language right animals also speak but in if you uh, Their own, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, if you've gone to a forest and you're trying to absorb, uh, you know, a macaque, you know, these monkeys, small monkeys, uh, you know, which try to steal your food, you know, yeah. you, you never see them share their food. You know, you can see a mom and uh, uh, or their child sharing their food, but you yeah. can never see a mom and another monkey sharing True. them or a male monkey. You know, it's so unique in humans that, you know, we share, you know, we, we, right. we get this pleasure from giving people you know, or helping people. There's this small dopamine hit we get, right? right. So we've kind of evolved in this way of thinking that, you know, uh, why has evolution given us this ability to make us feel good when we share? It's because it, uh, it's it's because it un, it un, uh, this idea that when we have more people around us and uh, more better social relationships, it's better for us. That is why evolution has given us that ability. You know, it makes us feel good. Anything which makes us feel good, for example, when uh, when you eat, you feel good. Why is that? The feel good is because it helps you eat more, which which uh, which gives you a better chance of surviving. So similarly, sure. when we help people, that evolution is basically telling us that is going to help us survive, right? Yeah, so, I think I think there's something about our lives being committed to being not just about us but about other people and the purpose that that comes in there is what makes us feel more fulfilled ultimately. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And my question to you is from an, from the perspective of anthropology or um, behavioral science that you study, what do you think is the key reason behind why we are lonely? Um, I would say, uh, you know, the uh, technology we've built and the kind of institutions we have built. So mm-hmm. if, if you just study tribes, you know, uh, I, love, I love studying, you know, uh, primitive hunter-gatherer tribes. You know, so the whole idea is a tribe is a group of people who uh, work together to get things done. So if you look at the Hadza tribe in um, in Africa, mm. uh, all of them go out and hunt a baboon or uh, let's say a, a, a deer or uh, they gather food together. So it's a common activity, right, to get food mm. and they need each other, right? There's a need. Right. 
uh, i need i need a tracker i need a, a spear thrower i need someone to uh, defend if other other uh, carnivores animals attacking me so that right. need is pushing them to work together and uh, they constantly um, um, in behaviors where they're all together and cooperating now when we come into the modern world which we have built after agriculture you know we uh, started agriculture 10000 years ago and uh, slowly now we've come to the modern world through industrialization and now the digital world where you don't require people to earn your bread you know you have this um, system called uh, money which allows you to <laughs> you know give someone some kind of uh, some kind of note or uh, just some piece of paper he gives you food and uh, you don't require other people to help you get that food right it's it's on you so that now that idea that you don't require people is pushing people towards loneliness and i think a lot to do technology now uh, I, i i was looking at this book which talks about how um, social media has impacted a lot on mm. how people are feeling lonely um, people are losing their social skills because now they're spending 100%. more time 100% so uh, for example if i go into a um, let's say a ma- uh, just a family meeting or a marriage you find so many people on their phones rather than conversing right and uh, there's a study which is done about how long it takes to uh, build a strong relationships it takes 100 to 200 hours to build a strong relationship because you have to invest so, that much to actually get to spend someone that really much time with well. someone yeah and that takes effort and no one has that patience anymore we're just too busy to I mean, yeah, spend clicking on our phones absolutely i mean you can you spend i mean i don't think anyone has spent 100 hours with me you know to you know it's either 50 hours on the phone or 50 hours uh, on uh, you know something yeah. else so um, yeah that's what i'm saying like uh, technology has kind of affected our ability to uh, build strong relationships and that is what is costing a lot of unhappiness in this world and i think we can change it though i think uh, uh, understanding the science behind it and then we can create solutions for right. it right so from what i'm hearing you say we no longer have the systems that make us engage or do stuff together and even with the systems we do have like on social or whatever else we aren't leveraging well enough because on the outside you think you have a heap of friends and social circles and networks but there's still this fundamental gap that's like fueling this void and that's just like increasing the sense of loneliness but i still wonder even if you have a tribe to do stuff with or play sports with or whatever else is the equivalent of hunting and gathering today is that it or what is that magical element that actually makes someone feel fulfilled or just fills that need for belongingness um so recently i use i uh, every every two months or so i go to my grand uh, grandparents place you know which is uh, a bit more on the rural side and uh, you know they live in they live uh, my grandfather and his brother live together and they have like 10 15 people in the house right so uh, whenever i go there it's you know there's so much of people around where and it's so complicated every interaction you have you know it's you got to know who that person is is elder to you younger to you you know how do you interact with that person how do you avoid conflict mm-hmm. so you know it's such a uh, uh, what do you say it's not easy to have these interactions right and you got to build that skill so i love going there because uh, you know i love interacting with my cousins there and my family members there and uh, i never get bored there hmm. right around so many people where there's so much stuff go never get bored but when i come home when you know my my mom is there my dad is there uh, you know that's it my sister is abroad my brother 
is usually in school so i you get bored really fast at home so uh, for me uh, when um, i think our brains are built you know we have something called language which allows us to you know communicate what we have to other people which no other animal has right other animals have language to uh, tell uh, you know tell a um, uh, someone to get off their territory or i want that food that's it pretty much it you know we have this ability to tell converse information and tell our feelings and all that and it, we are so much oriented to you know our whole world is people right there was this uh, book by joseph heinrich where he talks about um, so have you heard of uh, aborigines in australia of course sydney's second home so very familiar with aboriginals yeah yeah so so there uh, when british had uh, prisons made in australia that is how you know yeah, uh, the convicts yeah yeah so they had prisons there. one of these one of these convicts escaped <laughs> and yeah he escaped and he ran into this uh, aboriginal tribe Mm-hmm. and uh, because he couldn't survive you know the desert in the middle of australia right he couldn't survive so he asked them for help and uh, they saw him as one of their ancestors they had this belief that their ancestors uh, come down as white figures so he was a white man so he they thought that uh, one this man was one of their ancestors and he, they took care of him as a family member and what he said is that basically uh, his whole life is a, a, around people like his whole uh, what do you say his whole what uh, what do you call it every situation is around people that is life or death situation how if if another tribe attacks you or uh, mm. let's say food is based on you know uh, if if these people can work together so is uh, nothing is based on you know what we have in, the, in today's world which is work and all that everything is there is yeah. on people and how you communicate with people how you get along with people how you build yeah. social relations how you cooperate so yeah that's just my idea of how we have uh, you know uh, what humans are we i don't think people will get bored when you're around a lot of people who uh, you also have to have a uh, collective belief system and similar rules you follow for me it comes down to three fundamental things that enable this transition from loneliness to belonging someone or people who you can be yourself with completely and freely people who you can express yourself to and people who uplift you and offer value to your life in some way shape or form because you can still have the first two but if there's no exchange of value then it's not going to work and this might sound transactional but every interaction is about what value we offer and that's what actually drives systems societies relationships right so it does come down to what we bring to the table and how we can help each other in some capacity because you can literally have like 50 friends but if you can't even express yourself and be who you are then it's serving no purpose and loneliness will hit you eventually and people who feel lonely like if you notice often complain about how misunderstood they feel like no one gets them and that actually makes it worse like that sense of isolation so i think for me it really comes down to being your authentic self and finding the right systems and the places and the people to be authentic with oh yeah oh yeah Um, i i have a grand my grandmother here lives with me you know she's 86 years old and uh, you know 5 years ago my grandfather passed away and uh, you know uh, my uh, you know i am not able to connect with my grandmother nor my parents because she's from a different generation right, right. she uh, highly religious right highly uh, you know methodical like extremely uh, disciplined right you wake up mm-hmm. in the morning the bible at a certain time Yeah. Um, you eat at a certain time. You read the newspaper at a certain time. 
uh, and not open minded right you you only discuss topics on you know what uh, you know what uh, you cannot think outside your uh, comfort zone you know so you know because you're 86 you know, people are old usually are not open minded right yeah. so because that she tends to feel highly lonely right because the only person she could connect with was uh, my grandfather and you know her friends but now mm. her friends have stopped visiting her so that's tough that's a tough place to be in and obviously like in her head she's totally going no one gets me you know and that yeah, very debilitating exactly. in the sense of yeah yeah so i was trying to, i mean help in this uh, you know uh, in understanding loneliness is my grandmother so you know i was trying various ways in how do i kind of uh, help her you know mm-hmm. uh, you know get connected and uh, i i read so many studies it talks about you know how alzheimers increases when you're lonely you know you start losing your memory uh, when you're highly lonely and uh, so i was thinking and thinking and finally uh, you know what i did was i just started taking out i just started going out with her on a walk in the morning so in the morning i take her out for a walk for uh, you know 30 minutes and uh, just listen to that's her that's so sweet just listen I to mean, her just let her just listen to her i mean just ask whatever. her questions yeah just ask her questions and listen to her so um, that actually really helped her you know she, uh, just the 30 minutes of sure. just uh, you know just going out uh, you know having some exercise and having someone uh, to converse with is you know, it's a very simple thing but that has helped her so much and um, uh, i've been doing this for the past 3 months and she's she's looking much better than she was you know so i think but is that know, connection mutual or is just more one way where she feels more connected to you but you don't because you still don't get you still don't relate to her belief systems but she now is thinking that oh my god finally someone's taking an interest in my life and asking me questions yeah i think right is it He sees so that, right? It can be one-sided. Then that it can be one-sided. Yeah, I mean that's really interesting. It's just you have to spend. You have to spend time, right? Yeah, time, time is <laughs> you know, the biggest currency and the most scarce right now. Absolutely, you know we have. You have to focus your attention. You have to give. You know your visual system should be on that person, and your you know you're trying to your 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 whole attention is on that person, right? Yeah. You know and. Uh, if you do that just 30 minutes that person feels so much better and yeah. uh, but sadly in the world today we live in everything is you know attention based right social media everything is their whole business plan is how do i get attention from my users you know yeah, so it's people about, don't really of another kind short term instant gratification immediate transactional af so yeah, yeah it's a value of another kind that we're seeking and that's where we're going wrong but um Yeah, let me ask you like who do you feel in your life and you don't like name the person or say who it is but like who do you feel most connected to in your life and i want to ask why that is okay so interesting so uh, i got a football group uh, which i play football with every day ah i think you and, did share this on clubhouse i have a uh, slight memory of this yeah so uh, that group keeps me going i mean it's i think the closest thing to Uh, something which is war like or which is uh, uh, you know uh, something which gives you the tribal feeling for me is uh, sports mm. and uh, that really helps me uh, you know um, um, go about during during the day once i play with you know once i play a game of one hour of football it really helps me during the day and helps me work uh, more efficiently uh, because i get got the social stimulus 
or the social interaction with so many people and um, also uh, exercise right so yeah i would say uh, people around, uh, my football group my friends who i've studied in school with you know nice uh, my brother and sister yeah my siblings all these people are very close to me so are these yeah. are any of these people all of them rather ones you can just pick up the phone any time of the day and just say you know what i'm feeling really shit right now like can you talk to me can you go oh, yeah. that deep with them yeah absolutely absolutely that's amazing because i think yeah. that's a, it's not just about having stuff to do together with but also like actually finding that safety in that relationship i think that's what really drives you know belonging and connection so that's i'm like i'm glad that you have that because people can spend hours playing sports or whatever activity and go back home and just feel nothing because like there's no deeper connection there like you're fine when you're with them but then you can't really relate to the person of actually you know having that conversation where you're talking about stuff like that is really meaningful to you yeah yeah 100% yeah 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 i mean um you got to spend i mean that's what i'm saying like it's a very simple thing you got to sit down and spend some time right you got to give that person person your whole attention 100% you know? 100 hours to i mean that's what research says i don't want to follow is it is that like one particular study that you looked at where it said 100 hours to build a particular yeah. relationship the meta study that was, that was something like 10 to 15 studies which said wow which said oh, 100 hours guys are you listening we are going already yeah <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Talking about you know this, I think this is a major crisis. You know, I think uh, this issue needs to be really looked at. Um, it's uh, it it is it is happening in the developed countries more, but now it's also happening to the developing countries. Um, it just shows priorities go on completely okay. haywire. <laughs> and it's you also and it's also dangerous in one sense. You know, yeah. uh, talking about the danger aspect is that people can really get into. Um, so you have seen these mass shootings happening in the US. Yeah, of course, in schools, right? People can get into really radical ideologies. Yeah, once you hundred percent. Once you stop interacting with you know uh, people around you, you dive into the internet and you start. Uh, um, Jordan Peterson talks about you know mm. having this sort of vengeance to the outside world. You know, um, like I think resentments is, and grudges all build up, and they pick, yeah, they take place in the form of like extreme. frustration which it is basically violence ha huh, ha huh. like uh, this uh, a lot of groups incels you know you have uh, you know these um, uh, groups which hate women you know people can really get into uh, these radical ideologies i think mm. the ma- mass shooting which happened in new zealand right and um, they have this sort of vengeance the world has done me wrong right mm. and i'm all alone right so i think this is a very serious issue 100%. and uh, um you know it's it's one in one sense it's because of social media but i think social media also helps is also a lot of positive, awareness yeah like us connecting right talking yeah. about this issue yeah. that's a very positive thing right uh, Yeah. Ultimately the tool is as effective as we use it. Like social media is just a tool, but the effectiveness of that depends on how we actually engage with that. And from what we've discussed so far, we're not doing very well in that domain. Like how do you tell a 14-year-old boy who's uh, you know, who's uh, just wants some kind of stimulus and you have all these uh, behavioral psychologists working in a big tech company trying to get his attention? Like uh, <laughs> I mean, how does that boy have the information that what is bad, what is good? Yeah. You know? True. so uh, you know a lot of i think a lot of kids you know uh, who are just uh, you know be, uh, people children below 18 you know who have really 
got into these highly addictive technologies so mm. if you spend you, uh, you spend 2 years gaming when you when you're young you've lost so much of social skills you know you've lost so much of uh, uh, you know social interactive skills you need for, you know for your future because you spend these many hours a day gaming and uh, i think lot of people when i was in the us i met so many people who uh, you know how very is very difficult to hold a conversation with uh, because there's a lot of you don't know uh, what to say I, i mean it's it's so difficult to you know just be around them because uh, you know the they they've been into you know they've not spent enough time interacting with people right uh, mm. even india is happening it's slowly happening because people spend too much time on their phones uh, they're not interacting with other people Uh, and this is a muscle right a muscle to develop how do you interact with people how do you get along with people Absolutely. and you can boost you can uh, that muscle can shrink if you don't use it so yeah. i mean the fact that as many young adults or teenagers can't actually have a normal conversation that we know it is an actual freaking problem like it's it's a real danger and yeah. we got to make some radical shifts towards that before this gets worse you know Yeah, like having that, a talk, having a having a normal chat is now confronting. It's like, okay, what do I say? How do I say this? You know, how will this yeah, go? How will I be perceived? People take it on the ego. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. you start yeah getting into your ego, and you know, you start feeling that this guy, you know, this person is trying to. There's a lot of fear, you know, that is this guy disrespecting me or this person disrespecting me or you know what is going on here? Why is you know it, uh, like uh, the the layers of interacting with the person there's a lot of you know subtle things which you have to learn by uh, it's a very simple way through practice and mm-hmm. if you uh, if you've spent all your uh, youth in uh, these uh, technologies is absorbing your attention uh, you've lost all these uh, you've you know you've not learned these skills and then you have a problem in an adult and uh, you know as you grow older people are again not going to give you enough attention and then it's this negative feedback loop you know yeah. you're not getting attention you dive deeper in social media and you mm. again you're not building these skills i just think it's a massive way to escape like it's just a form of escapism where even people who are feeling lonely will just dive deeper into gaming um and just get lost in that world to prevent themselves from feeling what they are and i just think that creates like a negative feedback loop as you've mentioned absolutely yeah it's like i mean you you dive into the game because you feel lonely right like if you if you have strong social supports you know i mean you wouldn't you never dive into it like i know a friend who migrated to another state and he didn't know the language and because he didn't know the language he started uh, gaming because yeah. he couldn't interact with people around him because he didn't know a specific, that specific uh, language Man. and because of that you know he became uh, highly addicted and um, you know there's lot of studies done which talk about how when you are young your brain is just forming right your mm. so you have these self control mechanisms in your brain your dopamine circuits all of that is just developing you know your brain develops till it's 25 you know and um, there's lot of studies talk about how when you start drinking and smoking before the age of 18 where your brain is just developing these circuits it's almost impossible for you to quit if you've spent a couple of hours uh, uh, you know um, Um, let's say something like a thousand hours drinking, mm. or let's say uh, let's say uh, not in terms of hours, in terms of uh, uh, <laughs> I talk about liters, right? So you build these circuits, and once you build these circuits, it's always impossible for you to quit. So similarly, when you start gaming or you start using social media, you're constantly on your phone at a young age. 
you yeah. build these circuits and jordan peterson talks about creating monsters in your head oh, right wow. where where these monsters are constantly telling you 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 got to start uh, you got to start using your phone you got to keep uh, right. drinking alcohol and you got to keep uh, trying to repel these monsters away i haven't come across him say that like is that in context of the bad habits that you create like the monsters that are created with bad habits or what Uh, okay uh, nice. mostly about bad is about habits right how how you form these habits yeah. but uh, habits tend to form very early like when you're really young you tend to form yeah. really long lasting habits yeah you spend you know 3 4 hours on gaming every day when you're when you're younger it's more difficult yeah. to quit than when you're older sure so the equation that i derive from this conversation is perhaps time plus patience is equal to connection or what would you say so time plus uh, attention right attention. Time, plus- time plus attention is equal attention. to connection and that's the yeah. equation we figured out from this conversation that's yeah. amazing yeah nice and what would be your um recommendation or what would be your take on how we can basically build more connection in the world as it lies today So I think the world. Uh, Neil Postman wrote this book on talks about pleasuring ourselves to death. Pleasuring so, ourselves to death. Yeah. So he yeah. says uh, this idea that uh, you know George Orwell talks about this idea that uh, you know um, dictators will uh, put uh, you know burn all the books and uh, you know they'll uh, you know if you give too much power to the government it will just take over your. um they just dictate whatever whatever they want to do so they'll just force you to do something mm. you know whatever they want to do but neil postman talks about the idea that you know you, we will do that to ourselves through pleasure that is you don't need a government to take over wow. your mind world you know Or you just need too much pleasure which you itself want so i think the world today is filled with too much pleasure that is um i've written about this want, i've, I've want, talked about this yeah yeah we want instant gratification for everything mm-hmm. and we get that and and because of that you know uh, all this knowledge we've built through thousands of years we've lost that and uh, you know something now which is um, which humans have not faced loneliness is not something which humans have not faced you know and suddenly it has appeared because of this technology so i think uh, now uh, you got to realize that the world is um, kind of pushing you towards loneliness and you got to push back you know the technology uh, uh, because of the way the business model is it's pushing you towards loneliness so you got to find ways in which you got to push back through um, i would say you got to take active effort in connecting with yeah. people through sports through maybe uh, you know actively trying to uh, join events with people or uh, find people who uh, you know uh, have your similar belief systems um, you know uh things like that and you got to take that active effort otherwise you're going to just end up um you know in a very in a very sad state and you're going to uh, you're going to dive deeper into you know addictive technology yeah and i guess the opportunity lies right there because you know people comment or they react to stories all the time and i think that can be a chance to actually rather than send a simple like which we do so 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 easily because it's the most convenient thing you know actually asking back how are things going for you how is life or whatever else it comes to your mind that actually drives some like you know connection there because i think even though we have all the options i don't think we use them enough in the right way 
And I think that's why, in spite of all the supposed connections that we have, you know, there's still that sense of loneliness and all the stuff that we've discussed today. So, yeah, I think it's just about diving a little deeper and making a little extra effort that can just make a lot of changes. On, in- on Instagram, you know, people these days trying to connect, they ignore you to connect with you, right? People ignore, you know, it's like you, they don't call you for a couple of days just so, just so that you can, you know, uh, they can get uh, some kind of, uh, uh, I don't know, it's something based on uh, ego or something like that, or they post something to get people sure. to connect with them, right? So, um, you know, the, I think the world is uh, becoming less and less connected, even though we have such, um, you know, we have such powerful technology. Uh, yeah, and, and that's uh, the irony. I mean, that's the irony, right? Yeah. And, but I think the solution, I've not really thought about it. I've not spent so much time thinking about it. But um, I think the solution... Um, I mean, I think there's no one. I think it's multi-layered. There are multiple levels to this. See, it's not me, just one thing that will solve this for good. Yeah, I mean, see, um, uh, religion is something which I really thought about. How it kind of get, brought people to connect with one another. You know, how, yeah. how did this system kind of... Uh, bring so many people from varied backgrounds just under one roof and uh, um, uh, it, it has to something to concept with collective conscious you know you have a similar set of rules yeah uh, but, uh, have you have you heard about uh, this guy called uh, Brett Hunt um Brett Hunt I don't think so I've heard of another Brett well, yeah, uh, but what about, what about David him? Foster Wallace? Have you heard of him? Yeah, uh, I have. David Wallace, I have. Oh, no, no, that's from The Office. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have not. That's just so dumb. No, I haven't. Yeah, there's a story where he talks about, um, so two fishes, uh, two younger fishes are swimming by and an older fish passes by and, uh, and, to- and just talks to them saying that, hey, how's the water? And the two younger fishes are like, what is what are you talking about? What is water? And just and just they just ignore him and go by. And uh, uh, and he further explains, saying that uh, humans live in this uh, the water. We humans are similar to how the fish swims in water. Our water is stories and narratives. That is our belief system is kind of the world we live in. You know, if you can you can have a belief system that's saying that you know. Um, um, you know, there's a heaven and hell, and if I do the right things, I go to heaven. If I do the wrong thing, I go to hell. We can have a belief system that, um, as communists have, you know, rich people, the people who own the means of production, are evil, and poor people are the ones who need uh, to. To we need to help these people get the means of production from the rich people. Or it can be, you know, uh, similar to you know, the world is built on patriarchy, a concept like that. Or you can have there's so many various belief systems. So mm-hmm. your world is basically, a human's world is basically, that's what he talks about, is that our belief systems basically run our world. And mm-hmm. um, uh, I, uh, that's, uh, that's another trying, uh, thing I'm trying to dive deep into. How does information kind of change our belief system? So how do oh, I yeah. read a book and that affects my behavior? So true. Oh my God, that's such a valid point that you've driven home, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, so, for example, about loneliness, how how can I uh, give that information to someone and change his behavior in one sense towards the positive? So, um, I think what you're talking about right now, um, 
if we can find a solution to this i don't think there's one solution but i think it has a lot to do with giving the right information to people who are you know in this state right uh, and that can really change their belief system and uh, that can really help them in uh, living better lives so 100%. yeah i think i think it all starts with creating the awareness absolutely um, and then the choices and then it's up to them how they leverage it based on like what they prioritize in life and understand the essence of yeah well this was pretty good but i'm glad we did this wow this was really fun like yeah. i just like i just love diving deeper as you probably have guessed by now and i think this was a really intriguing topic for a lot of the clubhouse audience i was like wow this is like a really hot topic right now so let's just dive in and you had some yeah. very valid points which is why i was like keen to dive deeper with you so yeah thanks for being here oh yeah absolutely yeah i love i love connecting with people who are interested in such topics right yeah. uh, you know, people are you know uh, i think uh, people don't have time most people don't have time for this right they don't they only have time for you know how do i make maximum amount of money You know, I oh, I have it. all the time for this. <laughs> My <laughs> life revolves around just this. Okay, so hope you enjoyed that. And if you found any value in this conversation, then do not hesitate to share your thoughts and comments. And if you want to stay up to date with weekly episodes, then you may want to hit subscribe. Until next time, stay epic.